Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's Scout Fantasy Sports. It is Scout Fantasy Sports here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Adam Ronis here for the next hour, taking you until 8 p.m. Eastern as we get you set for week 11 for seasonal football and DFS football as well you can check me out scoutfantasysports.com plenty of content up there got my week 11 sit article the week 11 visionary plays from dr roto as well as fantasy football for breakfast and there's a new fantasy football well betting single entry pick'em contest it's free to enter and you can win prizes so you can check it out i tweeted out the link earlier today at adam ronis on twitter there's also a link on scoutfantasysports.com. So, again, single-entry pick'em contest. You can check out all the rules and the details as well as the prizes and worth entering because it's free. So you get one entry, and you get to pick pick games based on um, confidence. Uh, so it starts this week. It's weeks 11 to 16, one entry per week, and you can compete for prizes uh, each week, and you know, you just put a range of your confidence in games, uh, so you can check it out. And uh, again, it's sponsored by Vegas Whispers, and it is free to play. So again, check my Twitter at Adam Ronis. I tweeted out the link, or come to ScoutFantasySports.com. Also, if you come to ScoutFantasySports.com and become a member, if you enter the promo code Ronis70, you get the first month for free. So basically, it's essentially free. So you can use it to apply it to the season-long game where. You have the access to ask questions on the message boards in the forums and get answers from myself, Sean Childs, and Dr. Roto. Or you can apply it to Scout DFS, where we have NBA, NHL, NFL DFS. Again, Ronis 70 gets you 70% off the first month. And again, you're going to want to join NBA DFS once again. Good night yesterday. It was only a three-game slate, but Paul Millsap was one of the plays, and he crushed it. He was 5,800 on DraftKings. He scored 48.75. So, he definitely helped you cash if you used him, no doubt about that. And, of course, the NFL DFS optimal lineup last week was fire. It had David Johnson, Michael Thomas, John o. Smith, who is a value, Russell Wilson, Tyler Lockett. So it crushed last week. So, again, uh, make sure you check it out and come join us and win. And, of course, VegasWhispers.com for your sports betting needs. They give out Seattle yesterday minus three, and that was a push. Uh, with Seattle winning by three. So over the last 20 days, 49-25-1. That's a 69% winning percentage. Monday Night Football, 9-2. and two, And College Football, 26-8 and eight over the last four weeks for a winning percentage of 76%. So the college football picks for tomorrow, several went up already. So become a member today, join, and crush. Uh, those are great winning percentages. So make sure you take advantage of it. Willie Walls will join me. In the final two segments, we'll talk DFS with him as an interesting slate this week. We do not have the Chiefs or the Rams on the main slate since they're Monday night as that game was moved to L.A. from Mexico City. 
And then, of course, the Vikings-Bears are Sunday night, and we had a pretty good game last night with Seattle beating Green Bay 27-24, so, uh, and six teams on by. So interesting slate this week. We've been so used to just getting Todd Gurley, Tyreek Hill, and all those guys in there. We don't have that option this week on the main slate, so we'll break it down with Willie in just a little bit. Talking about last night's game, Jimmy Graham got hurt. He's been a, a big disappointment this year, I think. I mean, look, I know the tight end landscape has been horrible, and you really don't need much outside of the elite to come through, but I think people were expecting big numbers from Graham this year in terms of the touchdown department. He only has two, uh, 33 catches on the season for 439 yards, and uh, especially the last few weeks, he just has not done much. One reception in two of the last three games. Last night, you chalk it up to injury as he left the game early with a thumb injury, and uh, he is going to miss some time here as uh, he has a broken thumb. So now it's a matter of does he need surgery. Dr. David Chow, who's a reliable guy, he seems to really analyze things very well when it comes to injuries just based on video. He says that Graham is probably going to miss four to six weeks. So I wouldn't drop him just yet, but it sounds like he's not going to help you for the rest of the fantasy season at this point. So just wait it out. And I guess in some leagues you can't even drop them since the game was played. But something to take note of is you might not really get much help from Jimmy Graham the rest of the way. Obviously, Geronimo Allison's out for the year with injured reserve. And Randall Cobb, maybe he could be back and help out. But uh, Lance Kendricks should be next in line at tight end and not someone that I'm rushing to get into my lineup, as you've seen. Green Bay typically hasn't used the tight end too much. And even Jimmy Graham has not played a huge role this year. So... Wouldn't be rushing to pick him up uh, for your season-long teams. Marvin Jones, no surprise, he has been ruled out. He will not play this week against the Panthers as he couldn't practice all week as he hurt his knee last week. He's been diagnosed with a bone bruise. So the other, the big question now is will Jones be ready for Week 12? Remember, next week it's Thanksgiving. Believe it or not, it's already here. And the Lions always play on Thanksgiving. They will play the first game of the day. So it's a short week. So you might not get Marvin Jones next week either, considering he wasn't able to practice. Or maybe the Lions took the cautious approach and said, all right, let's just hold him out, make sure we have it back for Thanksgiving. Don't know at this point. But obviously with Jones' sideline, it's going to open up a lot of targets for Kenny Galladay. And we have seen the Panthers get burned in the secondary lately. Now, it means more attention for Galladay too. But... Uh, I'll be using him in season long if I have him. We saw last week when Jones left the game, he got peppered with targets and came through. And I also think it's a big boost for Theo Riddick. We've already seen Theo Riddick with the departure of Golden Tate really play a bigger role in this offense as he's been used in the slot. He's essentially a wide receiver right now. Over the last two weeks, he's, he has 15 targets, 7 for 36 in week 9 and 6 for 60 last week. So six teams on by in a PPR format. You know, gives you a, a high floor. Doesn't have a, a big ceiling. You know, finding the end zone could be unlikely. He does not get another uh, many carries at all. Uh, he has not had a carry in the last two games since returning. It's been a lot of carry on Johnson with a little bit Legarrette Blunt sprinkled in. But certainly, you can use Riddick this week in PPR formats because he's essentially being used as a wide receiver right now. The Ravens. Joe Flacco is listed as doubtful. I think we all expected this entire time that he would not play this week and he didn't practice at all this week I know John Harbaugh said earlier in the week that Flacco could play without practicing but I don't think he plays I think no one expects him to play 
So Lamar Jackson did return to practice today. Remember, he sat out on Thursday due to an illness. He was a full participant in practice today. So we don't know who's going to start yet. It sounds like Lamar Jackson will with RG3 essentially mixing in. It could be the opposite. So it's really dicey. And I know a lot of people are going to want to play Lamar Jackson in DFS. If you have multiple lineups in a tournament, sure. Obviously, he has a high ceiling because of his ability to run. Right now in seasonal leagues, I don't think I'm playing him. It's a decision I'll probably make Sunday morning when I figure out some of the reports that come out and see if there's any reliability. You know, a lot of people feel Lamar Jackson's not ready. He was inaccurate in the preseason, but we know he has a high floor because of what he can do on the ground. So I have Lamar Jackson in three season-long leagues. One, it's him or Mariota. The other, it's him or Cousins. And the other one is a super flex league where I'm probably going to play him if he starts just because, you know, he, he still has a higher floor than a position player. So, again, it's a decision that I will make Sunday. So uh, you're going to have to stay tuned and, and follow the news flow to this, to see what to do because, again, it could be a combination of RG3 and Lamar Jackson mixing in. But it is a good matchup. Bengals are really decimated on defense, and they've been thoroughly handled by offenses in the past few weeks. Speaking of the Bengals, A.J. Green is listed as doubtful. He hasn't practiced. There was a report that he worked out on the side today. Read, uh, you know, it was going around that he was out. Officially ruled out. Then they said he is doubtful. So it sounds like he's not going to play anyway. Maybe this is a good sign that maybe he could return next week. I think fantasy owners just want to have him back for the fantasy playoffs if you're going. I know I have him in two leagues. One where my team is really good, so I just want him back healthy, whether it's week 12 or week 13. I want him back for the playoffs. The other one uh, looks like I'll get in, but his absence is probably going to hurt me. But the other league's more important, so I just want him back healthy uh, for the postseason. We got a scare yesterday with Joe Mixon as he appeared on the injury report with the knee injury, but he was removed. He put in a full practice today, so he is good to go, so no need to worry there. The concern is a tough matchup here against Baltimore, but you know he's going to get the ball quite a bit. And I don't think they get blown out like last week. It's not like the Ravens are great. So Bengals still fighting uh, for a postseason berth as bad as things have been. They're 5-4. and four. They're currently the sixth seed in the AFC. So Mixon should get a big workload. I'd be a little bit more concerned at non-PPR where he might not score a touchdown. Lots of injuries for the Redskins, as we have seen throughout this season, as Chris Thompson has been ruled out for Week 11 with the rib injury. Man, it's just been really rough for him this year. And, you know, it's uh, one of the reasons why I uh, stayed away from him. You know, in the first two weeks, I was like, oh, man, you know, he, he's looking real good and putting up big points in PPR formats. But it was just a reminder that, you know, he has a real difficult time staying healthy. And it's been the story of his career going back to college, and now we're seeing it again. So uh, they're another team that's on a short week. They play the Cowboys on Thursday. So there's a possibility he doesn't play that week as well. So a uh, real disappointing season here for Chris Thompson. Obviously, Capri Bibbs will be the pass catching back. But as we've seen, it's a very low ceiling and floor with him. He's just not involved much. Obviously, if they're playing from behind, he'll see a little bit more action. But I don't even feel great about using him, even with six teams on by. Jamison Crowder also ruled out for week 11. He's been dealing with the ankle injury. He hasn't played since week five. I mean, the Redskins either botched this or it's way worse than they thought. But Crowder was someone who's supposed to provide a high floor. 
in PPR formats, and he just has not been able to stay on the field this season. Sammy Watkins, he was back practicing Thursday, but not today. So the foot injury is a problem, I guess, because Watkins was limited on Thursday. So this is a little bit of a downgrade. Now, keep in mind, that game is Monday night. So today's practice is not the typical Friday practice. So, you know, tomorrow is really going to be key to see if Watkins is out there because this is a spot where you want to use Watkins. This is a, a 60, 64, I believe, is the over-under now. So this should be a very high-scoring game between the Chiefs and the Rams and pretty much anyone that is active in this game that has a usual role, you're going to want to use. I think Sammy Watkins isn't a good spot, but uh, we got to wait and see if he does indeed suit up and play. Doug Peterson said Golden Tate is much further along this week and he'll play a bigger role against the Saints. Obviously, he was a disappointment last week. He only played 29% of the snaps in his Eagles debut last week, and that was even with an extra week to prepare as he was traded during the bye week. He only had two catches for 19 yards last week against the Cowboys after having a big game against Dallas early in the year, so it was definitely disappointing. But I think you can use Tate this week as a wide receiver three. I think your expectations were downgraded a little bit anyway when the trade was made because you knew he wasn't going to get the volume that he was getting in Detroit. But it should be a very high-scoring game. You figure the Eagles are going to have to pass the ball quite a bit to keep up with the Saints in the Dome on the road. So I have Tate in... A 14-team league where I, I pretty much have to use them because bye weeks and just not much. And in the other league, too, I also have bye week issues. And it's pretty much a must-win for me in that league because the regular season ends after week 12. And even though I'm 6-4, and four, there's several other teams with similar records that have more points than me. So I'll be hoping that Tate has a big day. So not a must-start, but I think in deeper formats, it sounds like his role is going to expand. I know Peterson mentioned last week one of the issues was they did a lot of no-huddle. And he thought it was going to be unfair to, uh, you know, put Tate in there since he really didn't know the terminology. So it uh, looks like he'll play a bigger role this week for sure. Kiki QT of the Texans. He'll be a game time decision this week. He's been dealing with the hamstring injury. So it sounds like he has a chance to be out there. I wouldn't, I wouldn't use him. It's a critical week for a lot of people battling for a playoff spot. So, uh, I think he definitely has some potential upside here in the next few weeks. You also want to see how he is utilized with Demarius Thomas on the field as well. So I think QT is a guy that I'm going to hold off on this week. Chris Godwin did not practice the last two days, but he did put in a full practice today. He was on the injury report with an ankle injury. He's listed as questionable, but it sounds like he's going to play. Anytime you put in a full practice on Friday, it's a good sign for you playing on Sunday. So, that would have made Adam Humphreys a, an interesting sleeper, so not as much now. Again, Godwin is playing less snaps than these guys, but he is putting up numbers. So in deep performance, I think you can use him, but there's definitely a little risk with him. It's interesting because we've been talking a lot about Jordan Reed saying that he's healthy here as we head into Week 11, yet he hasn't done nothing. Well, Reed did admit that he is still feeling the effects of offseason surgery on both of his big toes. So he said he's really starting to come around now but he's still dealing with pain. So I guess that's the factor. It's always something with Jordan Reed. He has been on the field, and he's getting six and a half targets per game, but we just haven't seen big production from him. He scored a touchdown in week one, hasn't scored since, and he hasn't topped 65 yards, and it's especially alarming since the Redskins have had a lot of injuries at the wide receiver position and with Chris Thompson, and he has not been able to take advantage or benefit yet. 
Royce Freeman's going to play this week for the Broncos. He's missed two games with a high ankle sprain. So they did say they're going to play the hot hand. So it hurts Philip Lindsay a little bit, but I would use Lindsay for sure. Freeman is very touchdown dependent, as we have seen. He's not involved in the pass game as much. So looks like it's going to be a three-way split again between Freeman, Lindsay, and Devontae Booker. Jordy Nelson has been ruled out for this week, as well as Martavis Bryant. I'm not touching the Raiders wide receivers. I know Brandon LaFell, Seth Roberts are cheap. I just can't. I mean, that passing game is so bad. This offense is awful, and I'd be streaming the Cardinals' defense. I just think that they could all bust. I mean, this could be an offense that scores 3.7 points, so I don't want to touch them. And then an IDP note, because I did get a question on the mess board this week. Deion Jones will not play for the Falcons, so he's getting close, but he is out this week for the Atlanta Falcons. And Joey Bosa is listed as questionable. He could be a big IDP difference maker down the stretch. When we return, we'll look ahead to the Week 11 DFS slate. Willie Walls from Scout DFS. He joins me next here on Scout Fantasy Sports. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. It is Scout Fantasy Sports here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Adam Rohn is here until 8 p.m. Eastern. Don't forget, check me out, scoutfantasysports.com. We have the Week 11 Visionary Plays from Dr. Roto, my Week 11 sit I'll have my Deep Sleeper article up tomorrow. The Week 11 Projections from Sean Childs, and, of course, our new football single-entry Pick'em Contest. It is free to enter one entry. Check it out, scoutfantasysports.com, as well as Scout DFS, where we have you covered for NBA, NHL, and NFL, as well as an optimizer to really help you get those winning picks and to help continue give you winning picks, bring in Willie Walls from Scout DFS. Willie, what's up? What's going on, Ronis? How you doing, buddy? Doing pretty good. How about yourself? How was last week for you? Uh, last week was um, uh, was was up and down. <laughs> you know, you know, you had the right place where you didn't have everybody in the right lineup. But overall, it was, a, it, was a, it was a decent week. You know, it was a decent week. Yeah, that's the worst. That's why, you know, sometimes you have to have several lineups because, you know, you look at the slate, you're like, oh, I love all these guys, but you can't find a way to get them all in. And uh, you diversify and split it up, and then you're like, oh, I should have had this in that lineup. I think we all do that in DFS. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, that's why, you know, lately, like, for basketball's been working. I mean, I'm either in and out one way or another. You know, either I'm going to lose or I'm going to win. You know, did you play Dwight? Did, did you play Dwight Howard tonight? No, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't it's either. And already six points, five rebounds of steal in the first six minutes. Oh my gosh! And Whiteside is going kind of nuts too. So yeah, but so. you know what? It's early. It, it, oh it's yeah, early. It is. Yeah, it's early. I mean, hopefully he tweaks a butt cheek or something when he's playing. <laughs> you know, so I hope, hope something happened to him. You know, but yeah, I mean. 
you know, and then also, you know, when you go early like that, sometimes you get blue balls when they get they go uh, off early, and later on they puff out. You know, so, yeah. Well, you know, we'll let's we'll, hope so, because I, 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 it's like I, uh, Howard is just so. Look, I understand the Nets are terrible against big men, and Howard was fifty seven hundred on DK. It's just that, you know, you worry about him getting hurt, like you said, or just you know, not reaching value. So. He was coming up in the optimizer, but I kept hitting X. <laughs> See, it, it depends. You know, I'm not playing a whole bunch of lineup. If I was playing like 10 lineup or something, I would have taken a shot with him. But, you know, when I'm playing four, uh, Howard did make the cut. You know, so I had to, I had to cut him out. I mean, I like I like Anthony Davis in a matchup, and I had to get off of um, – I had to get off of Eton Moore a little bit since um, Weston and Peyton is back this evening. And also, I had to um, get off of a holiday since, you know, Peyton is back, you know. So, I went cheaper. You know, I, I definitely had a little late-night hammer with Connington and uh, that, that guy from Chicago. You know, the $4,100 guy, you know, I put them in, in some late lineups, you know. They had that little hammer. Connington Connington been doing this thing. And they're just yeah, 3600 yeah, you know, and and I like minutes from that Chicago guy at forty one hundred. You know, he's playing minutes. You're playing thirty something minutes, and he's a decent player. So you know, why not? You know, and then you just try to hammer the studs in there. You know, and I love Davis tonight. I think Davis is going to kill. And on dra- on FanDuel, I take Davis and Giannis since Giannis has a uh, reduced price on FanDuel. So we'll see how it works out. Uh, we will. And of course, if it doesn't work out, we got a new slate tomorrow. That's what's great about DFS. But uh, let's talk NFL. Let's talk NFL. Uh, let's start at the quarterback. Drew Brees is home this week. Philly is absolutely decimated in the secondary. He's the most expensive quarterback on the main slate on DK at 6500 Are you considering him this week? Yeah, I mean, you, he's in consideration. I mean, the only thing I don't like about Drew Brees is they be doing these fluky things, you know, um, these uh, uh, things, you know, when they put the tarot heel down. Hill. Yeah, there. man. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I, you know, I hate that. You know, even though we know it's the cores. I mean, so he is a play. I mean, he's not my favorite guy, you know, on here. Um, you know, he's not my favorite. I mean, if I, I, I mean, really, I like Wentz a little better, you know, than Drew Brees because the one thing I do know is they're going to be trailing. And um, I know that uh, Wentz, one thing about Wentz, he says he has 22 straight games of, uh, of, you know, of 22 points or more, you know, in six straight games. So, you know, um, you know, he, he, he's due, might, he might get a rumor. New Orleans has given up two 40-point games to quarterbacks. So, you know, Wentz is definitely in play. So I like Wentz. Now, I, what I need to know about Ronis is what I'm interested in. The Baltimore guy, is, is, is Jackson going to start? We don't know. We don't know. It sounds like he could start, but they might mix in RG3, or it could be the other way around. And I I discussed this in the first segment. This is going to be coming down to a Sunday decision. You know, a lot of times overnight, you'll see Schefter and a lot of reporters say, sources say this guy's going to play. This guy's not going to play. But that obviously is going to be key because Lamar is 4,700 on DraftKings. And if you you know he's going to start, but they do say they're going to mix in RG3, would you still use him in DFS? Heck yeah, because he can rush four hundred yards. Honest, if, if the guy rushes four hundred yards, you know that's you know you get the, the bonus points. I mean, why are you throwing a pass? You remember what um, Tebow used to do, right? You know, at forty seven hundred, and you could load up. 
mean, you can load up, man. So, I mean, he's definitely, he's definitely in play to me, you know, for me, you know. But, I mean, I got to see that he's in. And I'm going to tell you, man, and I know this always gets my head busted to the white meat, but I like Eli Manning, too. Well, going to get uh, Tampa Bay. Yeah, um, he is actually my uh, deep sleeper quarterback in my article. I wrote, already wrote him up. Uh, for tomorrow, I agree. He's a uh, 5,200 on DraftKings. He's coming off a game where he had three touchdowns, and he actually has 300 passing yards in three of the last five games. And we all know about Tampa Bay. you know how many interceptions Tampa Bay has on the year? What's your guess? Uh, uh, it can't be much. <laughs> One. Not much. One. I mean, and they're banged yeah. up again. So, yeah, he lies in play. I agree. Yeah. It doesn't feel good yeah. when you click submit. No, it doesn't. It, it, it feels dirty. You know, you feel like washing everything in your body when you do it. You know, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I, let me wash up before people smell me. You know, yeah. but, but I'm telling you, Wallace, you can play him. I mean, you could stack it, really. I mean, I just really I don't like Tampa guy, but I, I, I don't think I'm going to have a couple of teams where I have um, Beckham as well as Barkley on the team. I love Eli Manning this week. I think Eli Manning is definitely a play. And I like him, and I'm going to tell you, and I think that Colts game, that's why I like Mariota again. You know, what people need to understand is Mariota, when he was playing before, he was hurt. Right. You know, he, had nerve da- he had nerve damage in his elbow. He said he couldn't feel his fingers. I mean, you try to throw the ball. Well, first of all, I can't even throw the ball, and I can feel my fingers. Okay? Me too. I, can, to throw, I can't throw a 40-yard pass. Right, right. And he gets you the upside with the running. You know, and I think that Colts game is a sneaky, is a sneaky little, uh, it's a sneaky little shootout game. You know, uh, that I like. You know, a couple of players in that game. You know, so I think, I think, you know, I think Mariota is definitely in play. And you can also say the same thing for, um, you know, Fitzpatrick. I mean, Fitzpatrick had a, um, you know, he had, you know, the only thing is, you, you know, he could get replaced. That's the only thing that he's doing. He's definitely not a cast game play, but going against the Giants. You know, you know that could be like a shootout game where you could play Fitzy. And really, to be honest with you, I wouldn't play nobody with Fitzy because I never know who he's going to throw it to. You know, I would just play Barkley on the other side of back, you know, something like that. But I think Fitzy uh, is, is 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 another guy is, is in play, and a guy that um, and Andrew Luck is a guy I want. Yeah, to that's about. I was going to ask you about next because. I feel like people are going to be like, oh, the Titans defense is really good, seeing what they did against New England last week. But has it even mattered for Luck? The guy hasn't been sacked in the last four games, and he has at least three touchdowns in every game since week three. Absolutely. And absolutely. And the only players, and I got this from Josh Cole, and the only players that have done that in in a career is, uh, you know, you got Pete Manning, who who did eight, Marino, who did a seven, and uh, Tom Brady, who did it ten times, so he's in the elite group. I mean, you gotta you gotta remember. And he going against a team, you know, you know, and this is a time where he's disappointed you. But you know, T. Y. Hilton can be a guy that he can go through, or you can play him naked. But I just think he is in play, and I just think that they have a, a high pace. Uh, they always are one of the fastest paces in the NFL. So I think definitely that Andrew Luck is a player. For some reason, people just don't like playing him. I mean, yeah, if you, when you look at him, he's always three four percent, you know. Um, but I, I, I think I'm I'm going to have a couple of shares of him because I think this game they kind of shoot out, and then you know, if you know, if you go on the other side, what you do is you know the guy that disappointed us, and we we still talking about quarterback, but you put a uh, you know you put Lewis back in there, 
know, he disappointed you last week. He could get the stuff back this week, you know. So, you know, um, you know, but but definitely I think he is. And, of course, you got to talk about Cam Newton. Um, you know, Cam Newton got the rushing outside as well as, you know, Detroit has been so bad. <laughs> I mean, they really have. You know, the only danger is that, you know, uh, teams average just 28, uh, uh, 28 pass attempts, you know, because Detroit's run defense is so bad. Well, Detroit you know? also plays yeah. at such a slow pace on offense. Right, right, right. You know, so I don't think I'm going to have a lot of Cam, to be honest with you. I think I'll be more interested in Wentz, you know, than Cam. But, you know, for some people, I can see why he uh, he is a play. He's definitely a play. He's got upside. But, like I said, that could be a game where um, McCaffrey just goes off, you know. So, um, you know, that that one right there, I'm kind of I'm iffy on Cam, but he's definitely a play. So those are the quarterbacks I look at. But i tell you what, if, the, if Jackson is starting, I'm going to have a lot of Jackson. I'm going to have a lot of Jackson. And I think that one other guy that people are not talking about that you could look at really in the same price range is Josh Rose. I was going to ask you about him. Do you trust him? I mean, we know Oakland is pretty much given up at this point. The game is in Arizona. Rosen really hasn't had many good games, but it is against Oakland. Uh, so basically we're looking at the matchup here and thinking he can exploit it. Right, right. I mean, you, you can. I mean, if you do something like that, what you'll do is you will um, play Rosen, <clears throat> you know, with Johnson. You know what I mean? And then you, and then throw in Seth Roberts at three thousand dollars because he's going to get some volume. He's three thousand. All they got to do is catch a, just catch a ball. It'll just catch four balls for forty yards. You know what I mean? You know, just get that. You know, for fifty yards he might get a touchdown. I mean, you know, if you need to, if you need a punt play, something like that. But you know, you know, just be creative because that can be your pivot to Jackson. Because you know, we never know Jackson can be. You know, he might not do as well, but I definitely. If Jackson play, he will be my he will be my most owned quarterback. Yeah, if he plays, seems like he's going to be a real key to the slate this week, whether he starts or not. I think that's really going to have people pivot in his direction if we find out he's going to start. Yeah, if he starts, you you, you definitely got to think about him. But um, you know, but if he doesn't start, I I, I just can't do it. You know, if he do, if he yeah. doesn't start and RG three starts, would you go with him? Or no? Oh, you know, I wouldn't trust him. <laughs> it's hard to say. I would trust Jackson more because I know RG three. I don't. I just don't trust him staying healthy the whole game. You know. You know. So uh, they don't give me points if my quarterback get hurt. So I mean, I would think about. I probably do him at one or two lineups, but I don't know. Well, what about you? What do you think about him? RG3? Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't use him. He actually did look pretty good in the preseason, but. Uh, I would not use him if he starts. I would just uh, go elsewhere. But Lamar Jackson, yeah, I would use because, as you alluded to, oh, he, oh, he can run. And you know they have designed run plays for him. We've already seen him on the field a little bit this year. So the right. Bengals' defense has been awful. They're really banged up. And I do see them running the football quite a bit. So, yeah, if Lamar Jackson starts, I'll I'll have him in lineups. Now, I did. I did. I did. I kind of, like, mentioned um, the one, one, one team I forgot. That I did mention is, is Watson is is, is in play um, for Houston and and listen let me say this I know the Redskins just gave up three points last week but that was some crap okay I mean and Redskins they gave up four hundred passing yards it was because Tampa I'm, Bay I'm yeah right Tampa right. Bay just they couldn't did. convert in the red zone right and what happened remember one time Evans dropped the touchdown 
You understand what I'm saying? So, they, they, listen, the reason I say that is the Redskins, um, besides them, they, they are a funnel defense. They give up. That's number two. They give up 75% of their yards to the pass. Okay? That's number two. You know, so I'm just telling you, the guy's in play. He had that lung issue that he has, but now he should be healthy. He should be healthy, you know, coming in, you know, to this week since he had a bye. So I just think that, you know, he is a, a very interesting guy. Plus, he gives you uh, rushing yards on the other end. So I just think that he's a guy that a lot of people are not going to go to, but he's definitely um, a little interesting on the slate. To me, that's about it for the quarterback. I mean, unless yeah. you've got somebody I don't think about. No, I think we covered, and then of course uh, the Redskins have struggled against wide receivers, and DeAndre Hopkins obviously tears everyone up. Absolutely. Uh, let's start looking yeah. at running backs. Most expensive is Melvin Gordon at eighty nine hundred. Obviously, he's had a high floor each and every single week, but could you see paying up for him this week? Yeah, you could. You you could pay up for him, but I I got two other backs to me that uh, I think I'm going to have more than Melvin Gordon, even though I do like Melvin Gordon. I like him. Okay. I like him a lot. I just think that, you know, I think I think that Zeke Elliott and um Barkley are my, you know, one of my you know, one of my favorite plays on the board. Um, you know, think about now let me give you this. Uh, you know, I got some stuff written down here. Got this also from basketball, but uh no, this is from having left Leviton. He 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 uh pasted this uh on this. But this 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 is what we're dealing with when you deal with Atlanta, okay? Atlanta um has really been horrible. Horrible against you know against pass catching backs as well as as, as just you know, the running backs. And when you think about it, let's look at this. Okay, Ezekiel Elliott. Let me give you this information. In two years, he had one game when he had six or more targets. You know, in the two years, but just in this year alone, he's got five games that he has six targets or more. Okay, now Ezekiel Elliott also um, is second behind Gurley in rush attempts per game. He rushes 18.7 times compared to Gurley's uh, uh, compared to the Gurley's 19. He's 18.7. Now this is the this is the the fantasy points drafting points that um, that what's the name has given up to running backs from the first game. Okay, Ajayi, first game of the year gave up 20.2 points. McCaffrey, second game of the year gave up 30.9 points. Thank you, Emma. Um, um, Kamara. Third game gave up 37 points. Geo, the fourth game. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on a call. I'm, I, listen, this is my daughter. She fixed a, a nice room. I'm, I'm on Adam Rollins. This is I'm on radio. Right. Yeah. So the, the, the I'm sorry, Adam. All right. The the fourth uh, guy is Geo at 21.6. The fifth is Connor at 37.5 in game five. Barber. He, you know, Barber, who is due to want to stick, 20.6 points. Then you got Barkley. Uh, no, who was that person? Uh, it wasn't Barkley. Yeah, Barkley, 26.4. And then you have Adrian Peterson, you know, who don't catch the passes. And then Chubbs just went for 38.9. So I think it looked like a smash spot, a smash spot for Ezekiel Elliott this week. You Definitely. Know. For sure. I mean, I know you're happy about it. I know you're going to, I mean, it might be a pants down spot. Nah, I don't know, man, because the Cowboys disappoint me. I know they're coming off a big win, but I could see them a letdown. But Zeke is definitely a big play. But we got a lot more with Willie Walls. We'll go over the rest of the running backs, receivers, and tight ends 
for DFS when we return. It is Scout Fantasy Sports. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your Daily Roto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Back here at his Scout Fantasy Sports, Adam Ronis here until 8 p.m. Eastern as we get you set for week 11 of the DFS season. Make sure you check us out, scoutfantasysports.com. We got you covered for season long. And also scoutdfs.com, NBA, NHL, and of course NFL with the help of the Optimizer, our stacks tool, and plenty of content as well to help you win money. That's the goal here. Check us out, scoutfantasysports.com. I'm joined by Willie Walls from Scout DFS as we go over the slate. For the upcoming week and uh, going over running backs now, you mentioned your love for Zeke and Barkley. Alvin Kamara, yeah. he's always in play. 8,200. You know, Philly has been pretty good against the run. I know they stopped Zeke last week, but is this a spot where you could see Kamara catching a lot of passes, or is this a week oh, where you yeah, might not yeah, use him? Yeah. No, you can, you, you can use him. He's definitely in play. I mean, I definitely would use him when I stacked the team, too. If I stacked I mean, he's not going to be a core for me this week. Because I just think that, you know, Zeke just had one of those games, um, you know, that was just it was an incredible game on Monday night, especially when he dove over that guy. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, you man. Know? If he could have just stayed balanced and went to the end zone, right. that would have been replayed all over. Yeah, but listen, it was still replayed. That was, that was, that was, I said, that's a bad man right there, you know. So I knew I was done on that one-game state because I faded Zeke. You know, I was done. You know, I was, I was, I was done. I faded him, but 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 yeah, you can you can look at Zeke is Zeke is definitely. I mean, I think um, Kamara is definitely a play. He's he's an upside play, but I just rather go you know go elsewhere. You know, the guy I want to talk about is like David Johnson. Yes, uh, you know, I I just think that um that they they finally figured out something. Um, Oakland, you know, they are horrible against the run, and he is. I mean, he is getting the work that he used to get. You know. You know, that's that's the way you're supposed to use David Johnson. And I just think David Johnson is in a great spot. I mean, what have you seen Arizona favor? <laughs> what have you seen them favor, you know? And and they are going back to what made them successful when they had the other coach. So I just think I think that uh, David Johnson is in a wonderful spot. Let me give you somebody added that a lot of people are not going to want to use without putting this guy in a couple of tournaments, okay? He's 3,300. Do you know what I'm talking about? 3,300? 3,300. Josh Adams? Josh Adams. Yes, sir. I'm going to put him when I stack Thomas when I do a big stack on him. I'm going to put him in that lineup. And the reason being is the guy's 3,300, okay? They want to give this guy more. The guy averages 6.7 yards per carry and 3.9 at the contact. You yeah, look, I've, I've picked him up in my season-long leagues, and I haven't started him yet. I'm debating in a 14-team league. It's PPR. I don't expect him to catch a lot of passes. And I think people – in a tournament, you're right, because people are going to be scared because they're going to look at the Saints and say, oh, they stopped the run. But I think Philly is really going to try and establish him, and he's a big power back, and he's looked good. And Peterson finally came out and said, all right, got to get the guy the ball more. So in tournaments, it, it makes sense. I don't think you do it in cash, obviously. No, not cash. Uh, no, absolutely right. not. But, but tournaments, Adam – God, consider this guy. 
you know, and what you do is you just stack it up. And that's you put it with your stack, you know. And what you do is you still you still stack that game, and you still have somebody like to secure everything like a Zeke, you know, a, a, a alien or Barkley, you know, to secure everything with it. But you stack it, you know, you stack that game. And I think he's a I think he's a great play this week because a lot of people are going to be scared to use him, you know. So I think he's a wonderful play. And uh, I tell you. Um, the guy that, that 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 really, but like I said, I think Dion Lewis. I think this is a Dion Lewis back game again. Okay, and it, and Just he'll be alone because he got because he burned people last week. Absolutely, he he, he puts cinder blocks on my back. Okay, you know that's why my stuff was up and down because I I, I had great lineups when I had Aaron Jones, but I went when I went with him. My goodness, man, he tanked it, man. So. Deion Lewis, but see, what we do as DFS, you know, we go right back to the well, okay? He burnt us, but you have to go right back to him. I think I think he is a wonderful play this week, and I'm definitely going to have him some. I'm definitely going to look look at him. Um, and let me see, we're looking at and Connor. I'm not too much on Connor this week. I know people have talked about him. Um, you know, you know, you can look at Fournette. Fournette is not a bad play. Um, you know, but I mean that's about uh, and Mark Ingram. Um, if you wanna if you wanna pivot, you know, uh, and I'm gonna tell you another good play too. I'm sorry, another play too is um, is Collins. I think Collins yeah. is a good play. Too. They gotta run the football a lot this week. I know he yeah. doesn't catch yeah. passes, but this could be a right. two to three touchdown game though. Absolutely, he's a good play. And I'm gonna tell you where a lot of sharp people are gonna play this. This would be a, a good play is Theo Reddick. Okay. Yeah, I Theo, like yeah. him for season long for sure. But what's his ceiling in a tournament? That, well, that's think my about only this. issue. Yeah, yeah. Think about this. So you know, in a, let me let me look at what Theo did his last game. Thirteen, so thirteen can, receptions the last two games. So twelve points the last game. So you're saying if he gets uh-huh. a touchdown, eighteen, yeah, right, and he's right, over right. over four x, close to five x. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just think about it. Because they don't have Jones this week, they're going to have to put him in a slot. And they did anyway the last two weeks. He's run a lot of routes. Right, right. Right, right. He's going to run more routes because they got no Jones. Okay? They got no Jones. So he's going to be – he's going to basically be the guy that went to Philadelphia. That's what he's going to be this week. So so just think about that. I mean, now that I look at it, man, it makes sense. They're going to be trailing. He gave 12 points, you know, at 4,000. If he scored – listen, he had seven targets for 60 yards. If if he runs – I mean, I'm just saying this. Think about it. I mean, he's going to get. He's going to get. And if he gets in the end zone, man, you cook him yeah. oil. Yeah, yeah. No, it makes sense for sure. Especially if you want to save some money and and get the uh, two top backs like a Barkley or an Elliott. I, you didn't mention okay. Christian McCaffrey. What about him this week? Oh yeah, no, no, no. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I, you know, for some reason, he's 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 a great play. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is a great great play. Um, you know, he's you know. He, I'm going to play him some, but I, I'm going to play him less than Zeke. And, and I'm going to also have a, a, a couple of lineups where I fit them both there. You know what I mean? But my, but he's a great player. I mean, listen, I mean, Detroit has been bludgeoned. They give up five points. They, they give up over five yards a carry. You know, three times against Detroit. But Caffrey, <laughs> I mean, you know, just think about it. I mean, come on, man. 28 times per game, they, they give up 5.25. Points and they give the fewer passes because people run on them, and I don't worry about it. I don't worry about snacks because they're going to run him like towards the, you know, to they're going to run him towards the outside, and I'm just running him up the middle, and he catch passes. I mean, come on, it's a smash spot. Smash talking spot about, for him. 
Talking to Willie Walls, you can find him scout DFS. Let's take a look at receivers. Most expensive receiver oh, on the board. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. One last guy. One last guy is maybe you can look at Johnson, too. Johnson, he's a, uh, he's getting an uptick. I'm talking about for the De- Car- Detroit. Carry on Johnson? Yeah. He, right. He's I'm get- not going to play him. Yeah. He's more involved in the passing game now, too. He's got 11 targets the last two games and 19 over the last three, even with Riddick back. Right. Right. So, I mean, that's just, you know, we're just trying to get people that's everything. So, let's go to receiver. I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah, most expensive guy, Michael Thomas at 8,800. Obviously, the matchup is great. And this guy's just been crushing it, man. I mean, he catches everything thrown his way. Are you looking to get him in a lot of your lineups this week? I mean, just think about this. Michael Thomas has four games. Uh, of, of at least eight targets and 90% catch rate of bat. That's tied by most, you know, in the NFL. That's like my, know. that's like my dating success. <laughs> nah, I, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's amazing. I mean, Wes Walker was the last guy they had four and that, and he was at 77%. This guy has at 89.8%. So Thomas, it's, it's, it's nuts. You know, it's nuts what, what he's doing. Actually, you have to get him in cash games. Don't you have to play him? Yeah, you got to play in the cash games, buddy. But but I can see fading them and going elsewhere in tournaments. You know what I mean? Back home? Not fading, though. I, I'm not going to fade them. I, right, I, right. I, you mean just less exposure in tournaments? Less exposure in tournaments. Excuse my man. Excuse me. I am, that, that did not come out of my list. You know, and I think, um, you know, another guy who people are not going to play a lot because Dick I. Jones is a great cornerback, but it's still Julio. Julio, yeah. Byron Jones yeah. doesn't shadow, though. He plays one side. Okay. So, so, so I think, I, yeah, I think Julio, I think Julio uh, is definitely playing. I love Odell Beckham. Okay, love Beckham. You know, my God, did week. you see how often Beckham was open last week and Eli didn't see him? He could have had an even yeah. bigger game. Listen, listen, Odell Beckham is a smash spot this week. Smash spot this week, Odell Beckham and DeAndre Hopkins. You know, he's a he's a play. No one week. wants to play Hopkins, man. They always say, oh, the match. He's matchup proof, man, and he gets so many targets. Oh, absolutely, man. He gets peppered with targets. I mean, but I'm going to tell you the guy that, 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 that a lot of people not talk about that is in play is Antonio Brown. He's only 7,800. You know? Well, because you know why people see Jacksonville? You know, who cares? Dude, what people need to realize this Jacksonville defense is not the same. I know A.J. Bouye might be back. It doesn't matter. Antonio Brown has done it against. Anybody, man, like you don't worry about matchups with him. Right, right. I mean, so Tony O'Brown is a great play. Listen, I mean, just 30 targets over the last two games against him for 259 yards, you know, two touchdowns. That's all. 289, that's all these guys. I mean, come on. I mean, you got you got to look at that. You know, um, uh, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to do Keenan Allen. Some people, I heard some people talk about Keenan Allen. I can't do it. You know, he's, got, he's going against Harris. Well, I need to bump my head against the wall. Going against that, you know, I, I don't want to play Keenan Allen. He is getting his targets up. I mean, that guy you got to look at is like Alshon Jeffries. I think yeah. Alshon Jeffries is a great play. Uh, he's, a, he's a great play this week. I'm definitely going to have exposure to him um, in this game. I think it's a, he's a great play, you know, with Alshon Jeffries and also T.Y. Hilton. I think T. he's going to be low owned because that's a guy that has caught my eye this week because, you know, he's he's disappointed. People are going to look at Tennessee's defense and the way they played against New England last week, but he's indoors, at home. T.Y. Hilton is due for an explosive game. Absolutely. He can, get, he can break the slate open. He can get 150 yards, two touchdowns. You understand what I'm saying? And, 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 and then being 4 or 5% on, then you're going to look good. On the other end, you have him and Lewis on one side. You know, I mean, that can work. 
Okay, that can work there. And you gotta you gotta look at uh you gotta look at Galladay. You know, I I think, you know, but understand he could he could disappoint you too, but he because there's games he should have smashed and he didn't smash. But Galladay is definitely in play. Okay. He is definitely in play this week, so I think Galladay because remember they got no Jones. So he's gonna get a lot of targets and they're gonna be behind. And he's fifty eight hundred. He should be more money really to be honest with you. Uh, Corey Davis is in a yeah. great, is in a great spot. Uh Corey Davis is in a great spot this week. You know, I mean, Mariota, I remember what he did with that. I mean, listen, and Indianapolis is horrible against the pass. Horrible. So, you know, when you play Mariota, you know, either you play him with Lewis or you play him with Corey Davis. Okay. And then you can, and then I'm going to tell you, or oh, I'll tell you the tight ends because I, I don't believe in Brian. But anyway. Well, let's, uh, well, what about Larry Fitzgerald this week? You said you like Rosen. Yeah, I, I like Fitzgerald this week because Fitzgerald has got almost to what twenty. It's back to the old times again. Over twenty targets the last two games. You know, but don't forget about Cooper either. Two other guys, Cooper and Shepard. Okay, Cooper has been getting lit up with targets. You know, lit up with targets. So if you're not playing Zeke, you can play. You can play Cooper, and also Shepard is going against the worst. The worst, the worst slot guy in the game. His shepherd is going against the worst slot guy in the game. You know, and the last thing, the last guy I will mention, and then we can leave it alone, is, is I think uh, Steve is a great play this week at forty three hundred. Um, and the last guy, I'm telling you guys, I don't mind taking a shot. I don't I mind know taking who. a shot. Traquan Smith. Taking... <laughs> uh, right. Yeah, yeah, Trey Collins. I like him better on FanDuel than I do okay. What's he on you know FanDuel? I mean? Do you know his price right, on FanDuel? 4900 Okay. The thing with him is, yeah. you know, they're home where he has three touchdowns this year. Right. All the touchdowns are at home. We know the matchup is great, and people are going to be scared because – They're not going to put – yeah, I don't play. Last week, no targets. But Breeze only threw 25 times. I, I know, but still no targets. <laughs> it is right. Crazy. No but if guy I was talking about was Seth Roberts at three thousand. Oh, I can't do it, bro. I can't do it. I I, I understand. If you need a last spot, you said, "Damn, I love this line, but I got three thousand left." Just put him in that receiver. That's all I'm saying. He's got to be I your can't. last guy. I don't. I don't. I, I think none of their receivers. I think they're gonna have no yards this week. <laughs> they're so bad. I, look. I get it. Look, Jordy's out. Martavis is out. He had three targets, three for 39 last week. And we have seen in the in the past, it's frustrated all of us. We're sitting there. We're watching. Why is Seth Roberts getting red zone looks when they've had Amari Cooper and Crabtree? So, I guess. Right. I can't do it, though. But it makes sense. It's just they're so bad. Yeah. All right. Tight end. How much do you like Zach Ertz this week? I mean, 6,600. Uh, I know it's, it, it, you don't like him? No, no, it's a great price. I mean, come oh, okay. On. I was going to say, I was yeah, like, no, 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 no. It's a great price. I love especially that. if you I mean, go. So, would you stack Wentz, Ertz, and Alshon? Yeah, and, or... I, I would. No, I would do Thomas and other and maybe Kamara. Okay, you follow what I'm saying? And, you know, yeah. if I do that stack, you know, that's a, that's how I would work it. You know, or and then uh, put Breeze, Kamara, and then put you know, uh, then you could then if I do Breeze and Kamara, then what on the other side I could put Ertz and um. The, I got Breeze Kamara, you know, and then I'm gonna have one where I would do Breeze Kamara and Thomas, you know. Then I'm gonna put what's the name? Then I then I put you know uh, uh, Ertz and uh, do Ertz, you know. Uh, what's what's the receiver saying? That Jeffers, and then put that boy Adams in. I, I mean, just do crazy stuff, 
because, you know, if that game goes nuts, you know, and you have a couple other great players in there, then it makes sense. You know, that's how you stack it. You know, so Earth, yes, he's, he's a great play this week. But another guy, if I don't play Earth, you know where I'm playing? Shaughnessy. Shaughnessy mm, of Jacksonville. Really you know what I mean? Shaughnessy of Jacksonville. You know, he's 2,600. What I love is he gets 6.5 targets. They get they, they average over six targets a game. And the guy that's 2,600, come on, man. If he well, wouldn't you, his, but wouldn't you, wouldn't you want to go up and pay just 300 more for Ricky Seals-Jones? Yeah, I mean, he ran 40 routes. It makes sense. But also, Janu Smith. Yes. It's time he, to get targets for, you know, for, um, for uh, you know, uh, um, for, for Tennessee. But I'm going to tell you a lot of people who they're not talking about that it makes sense. Listen, remember, this guy just got eight. Man, listen, Houston has been getting lit up by tight ends. And I mean lit up by tight ends. Jordan remember Reed? That, Jordan Reed at 3,800. Man, his price keeps going down. He's got to score a touchdown one of these weeks, right? It's been since week one. Adam, he is like a 12-month 12 12-month 12 lady. He's about to burst all over the place. Okay, we keep, uh, maybe. We keep saying that every week. Eventually, it will I happen. I know, but he's got, it's, it's got to happen. Just think about it. Wait, this is his, he was in the 5,000s at one point, right? Yeah. Well, right. yeah, he was, 5,400. Wow, his prices that. really dropped. Jeez, I didn't even realize and that. And remember, look, look at what Jeff um, Hanneman did that the guy for. He had eight catches for 80-something. Remember, he went nuts. Jordan Reed yeah. getting smashed in this one. You put Jordan Reed on one side, and you put, you know, the receiver on the other side. You know what Yeah. yeah. It, it's scary, though. Real quick, because we're running out of time. A defense. A defense. Uh, defense, I like... Uh, I like Carolina at 2,800. And I'm going to catch you something. And, and I don't mind because they're playing at home. I know it's a smash spot, but the noise at 2,100 is interesting. Yeah, for sure. Wednesday, All right. A couple of interceptions, you know. That is you Willie know, Walls. You can find him at Scout DFS. Adam Ronis. Check me out. ScoutFantasySports.com. We'll be back Monday, 7 p.m.